This is Central Carolina Journal, a program that highlights events, programs, and slices of life happening throughout our communities. I'm Mello Hughes. Thanks for joining us. We may not give too much thought to the importance of student involvement in the inner workings of life at a community college, but the Student Government Association does. There is a challenge, though, to providing social experiences for students with various ages, backgrounds, and life situations, as well as providing opportunities for students enrolled in distance education. Plus, students should have the sense that they have a voice with college administration. Fred Brucker sat down with members of the SGA to hear from them on how they see their roles in providing that voice, including President Reginald Spinks, Vice President Emily Obergan, and Lee County Representative Lyman Williams, as well as Distance Education Representative Ashley Jennings. Also present was Student Activities Coordinator Katie Jones, who serves as a sponsor for SGA. All right, guys, let's start with this question here. One of the things when we go to a community college, we don't always necessarily think of the traditional college experience and how we think of student life and all those sorts of things. And I don't know how many in the community college ecosystem would also think about things like the roles of the student when it comes to the life of the college and the ecosystem. So what do you see as the role of student government here at CCCC? The role in student government here at CCCC is, in my opinion, um, pretty much all about leadership, being an example for someone who might not have someone, you know, above them to mentor them or lead them in the right direction. SGA here at CCCC is all about leading those in the right direction and setting an example for those who don't have one. I like the term that you use, putting them in the right direction. What does that mean to you? Um, In the right direction to me simply means chasing your dreams. Uh, No matter the obstacles, no matter the struggles, no matter the setbacks, no matter the bad days, rainy days. If you have a dream and you can find that courage and that determination to wake up every day and chase your dream, that is what it means to me. Ashley, I'd like to also send this question to you, being the distance education representative, where I'm sure there's a very different sense of how college operates for the student that isn't always on campus. Same question. What do you see the role of student government being? For everyone that is not on campus, the distant ed students, we need to know that we still are a part of the college, that we matter just like the students that are on campus. And we also need to know who we need to go to if we have a problem with an instructor or if we're sick and we can't do something, like say we're in the hospital, who we need to go to. So for me, it is being the voice of the distant ed kids so we know we're still included and trying to get them to come to campus when their schedule allows them, while also having the campus willing to work with the students so they're included so we can get the proper education just like as students that are there in person so we can make sure we can grow together as one unit. Reginald, you are the president for SGA. Let's talk a little bit more about what that voice is and who actually hears that voice. The things that you bring up, the things that you create awareness for, who do you tell these things to? Well, honestly, right now we are setting up arenas for all of our SGA to be able to speak with the department chairs such as me i'm the face in the boardroom for the board of trustees Mm -hmm. 
I can go and talk to Dr. Chapman, let her know what's going on, what I'm hearing. I communicate with Ms. Katie to bounce ideas off of her, to network, to figure out how we need to go about approaching different things to get the assistance to the kids that need the assistance or the representation that they need. Now, one of the things I see here that has happened rather recently is having an SGA member on the Advisory Council for Cougar Market. Tell me about the importance of that. Having that representation of a student, the student knows what a student needs. It's one thing as someone trying to help, but if they don't know exactly what they need help with, such as we have the food pantry, but a lot of people don't think you might need some pots and pans or some can openers or it's the simple things that certain departments may overlook from the bottom of the totem pole as a student saying, okay, can you come on my level just for a little bit? And that's what the representation for that does, lets okay. you see it from that perspective. Okay, great. Anything else uh, that you guys are working on from that perspective in terms of raising awareness of our college community for some of the things that you see are pressing issues for the student body? Besides our food pantry right now that we're working on because we think food insecurity is a big issue, we were actually talking about at our last division meeting at Alamance County talking about mental health and how we might be able to come up with some ideas to better serve our students here because honestly these issues aren't really talked about a lot and I don't think it's the fault of our school exactly but more overall all the community colleges in the area because of House Bill 1092 that was passed, it covers the four-year universities and kindergarten through 12th grade, but what about the community colleges? And I think because of that, we didn't get enough representation, and now this might be a good time that we can start looking at what we can do for our students. Okay, you mentioned Bill 1092, what is that? So that is a mental health bill that is supposed to kind of look out for the like those targeted areas that I spoke about, the kindergarten to 12th grade and fourth year you know, um, universities, they get counseling options and people that they can specifically talk to, and that's all covered by like the state and stuff like that. But unfortunately for us, it doesn't cover community college. Mm. So really trying to push the emphasis that, hey, we're here and we need some of these resources as well, we being the students. Yes. Just to piggyback off of um, what she was saying, a lot of the students here aren't really aware of the resources that are already here. And I think that they aren't aware because sometimes, such as the cougar market, sometimes that is a prideful thing. And it does take a lot of pride to say, to reach out and say, hey, I need help, or to reach out and say, hey, can you help me with this, or can you point me in the right direction? And so when it comes to awareness, period, I think that if we get out of this realm of thinking that help looks like something, when help comes in all shapes, forms, sizes, and everything, then we can get a little bit further. So really just the idea of not just providing different services and making them available, but that they have to have some sort of way to be able to meet the students where they are at. Right. That's kind of what I'm hearing you say. To piggyback off of that, during our division meeting, I think, was it Durham Tech, Katie? Who, it's not a shameful 
environment to come get help. It's actually like, hey, come in. It's very welcoming. Mm-hmm. And if we could actually change the culture of needing help in a scolding way more as like, here, I want to help you yeah. instead of you having to come beg me for it. Yeah. We if it's more inviting, help. then more students would use it who need it rather than feeling ashamed. Right. And I think that's a great thing to be able to emphasize because of the fact that the community college culture is such that we do have people from all walks of life, all different income and status levels. It's not like we're this elite institution. Don't get me wrong if administration's listening. We're mm-hmm. a fantastic institution. Yeah. But we've got people that come from anywhere and everywhere, and they all have different needs and different approaches. So I think some of the things that you're talking about is very, very important. Perhaps. Can I add to that real quick? Sure. So that's the other thing that we also want to bring awareness to for the Dissa Egg kids to know that that's not only for the students on campus, that that includes them too. If they need help, they can reach out. So they know. So that's something else that is good for us to work on. So I just wanted to add that. So it's for everyone, even off-campus students. Yes, very good point. Thank you for that. Let's move on to some of the things that we may associate student government with a little bit more. We have a lot of students. Most students are younger. We do have some older students, but we also think of the college experience being kind of fun. And I'm Mm -hmm. looking at a laundry list of different activities that you are all involved in planning. Talk to me about some of your more favorite ones. All of the festivals, they're fun. They include everyone. Like, for instance, for me, with the Fall Fest, I was able to stop by for a brief moment before having to go back to work. It's just really nice to see everyone there. Everyone's included. It's fun. You see their faces light up because it gives them a mental break, whether it's for five minutes or 20 minutes from the day to really enjoy themselves. So it's really fun to see their faces light up and know that we care about them. And it passes along and it helps their day improve and then they can focus better too. So that's one of my favorite things are all of the festivals that we do. You started to mention Spring Fling. That's the one that's going to be coming up pretty close in the near future here. Can we talk a little bit about that one in particular? If you're not there, I don't know where else you would want to be. because (laughs) It's um, going to be fun. When it comes to SGA uh, representing something and planning something, we really try to think about all ages like you said all walks of life there is something to do for everyone if you are here at cccc campus for spring flame what are some of the plans that you have in store for this year my favorite to any event that we plan is food (laughs) we have free food games crafts all of our events are basically for inclusion you're in college yes but still be a kid have that joy again that's what we try and bring to the table because the world beats you down constantly. Oh, yeah. Let us be a light up some hope, some joy. That's what our events are for. All right. Well, you definitely mentioned the food. That is a big draw for especially college students, but just about anybody. What about some of the other activities? Do you have some different games or other events that are associated with Spring Fling? So I really love to have Reginald talk about having fun still as an adult, even like maybe even going as far as being a kid again, because right now one of our most popular events is the stuff a plush. It is when you are able to stuff your own stuffed animal, you can pick from a variety of animals that we provide. 
So last Fall Fest, we were able to provide little t-shirts that you can dress them up in as well. And honestly, it was a big hit. We It was such a big hit that we put it in our survey and wanted people to vote for what they wanted to do most. And the response for Stuff Flush was outstanding. People just love it. And just thinking about to what Reginald said and being able to be a kid again, like it, it kind of really shows with this. People just love their stuffed animals. But yeah, that's not something you get to do every day unless you go to a mall and you pay a lot of money for that. <laughs> that is a very unique sort of thing. That's great. I like that there's not just options for in-person, live, on-campus events, but I'm also seeing here various virtual programs. What are some of those? We are working on a game night as well as a movie night. So they can say if they want to participate and then we'll stream a movie. We're still working on that. So that's really cool, fun, relaxing, just blow everything off, relax night, kind of a refresh night, and then virtual game night, maybe a cooking, a one-on-one cooking lesson, so things like that. So we're really excited to implement that and really get everyone going. Well, that's great. That gives everybody, no matter where they are, an opportunity to participate in something. I've seen different things with movies and trivia, and and that's all really fantastic. Something else I see here, we've talked a lot about charity in terms of like the food insecurity and things like that, but one of the big things that you're also involved in every year is the Angel Tree Program. Well, the Angel Tree Program is around Christmas time, and it gives people of the community a chance to donate gifts to the kids, and it gives students here a chance as well to sign up and be able to have a Christmas for their child or children. Well, I can definitely see where that would be important. Let's face it, uh, if you're going to a community college, you're probably thinking about saving money as much as you can, getting value for your dollar with your education, and sometimes even that is a major expense when you're also trying to live life. So things like Cougar Market, Angel Tree, and some of these other emphases are a great value for the students to be able to know that there's those resources. And I wonder, too, if it means a little more or has a little more significance when they realize that students themselves are involved in helping students. Have you been able to see that? Have you experienced that at all? It does make a difference, and it is noticeable because when other students are pitching in, it lets the other ones know they're not alone. For instance, the food drives that we do, we have students that donate to that, and then it helps other students. It's almost like one big family helping one another out. So it's really cool to see the giving and the receiving and the thankfulness and everything. And then they keep passing it along. They just keep paying it forward. So it's beautiful to see. That's great. Hey, you know, uh, as we meet here with this particular student government, I see here that we are also gearing up to see who all would either join you or maybe in some cases replace you for the next term, 2023-24. And I see that there are some open positions for the next incarnation of SGA. Maybe someone's listening and thinking, you know what, I would like to get involved in this way. If there's someone out there thinking that, what do they need to know? It's a really great experience and it's awesome to help give back and you build up for future generations so it's really cool and then they can always just go see miss katie send an email to figure out exactly where they need to go when the voting's open how they want to step forward and campaign for the position 
I see here that there are several positions that are open, president, vice president, secretary, treasurer. You have representatives from each of the three counties that CCCC serves, Lee, Chatham, Harnett, and also the representative for distant education, and that there are some requirements in terms of GPA and being enrolled a certain amount of credit hours and things like that. Mentioned reaching out to Miss Katie Jones, who is your advisor. Is there a formal way to do that? How would they start the process? So applications will be sent over the Cougar mail. You should get like a Cougar email just basically stating information about applications, how you can run, things like that. All of the requirements that we talked about earlier, credit hours, GPA, and below that, it will always be signed by Miss Katie Jones. It will say her email and like just a way to contact her. And then when the time does come to open, there should be a link that will be the application process where you can send all of your information to Miss Katie Jones when the time comes for them to open. And then when they do open, you run and then you can send her some little bit of information so you can have people vote for you. And then the votes will be out. Okay. Do we have a timeline for when that window is going to be yet for the coming year? So applications will open Monday, March 20th, and then they close April 19th. The official voting will be May 5th online, and you can vote for whoever you like. Okay, so that means students have a few weeks to consider their options and do some preparation before that application window opens. Uh, let me ask all of you this, those of you that have been in the role, what are some traits that you think makes a good student government officer? Or maybe a better question to ask is, in your experience in the roles that you've had, what sort of things have you seen in yourselves that have been strong assets in your role or perhaps even things that you didn't know about yourself that you realize, wow, I did this, that was a thing, and this was actually important to what I do. Honestly, with SGA, and coming into SGA, as long as you're trying, as long as you treat people the way you want to be treated, to be the voice, basically, we're servants. You have to have a servant's heart for SGA. If you're considering it, and you're wanting to help instead of hinder, you're perfect for SGA. We have an amazing support team behind us. If you don't know something, they're right there to help you through it. So don't worry about it like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. That's what this is all about. It's professional development, team building skills. It's literally just preparing you for when you leave college. It's your transition. SGA is wonderful in that part. I was going to say with my position being the Lee County representative, I, first of all, I was shocked. I didn't know who had voted for me or who had said, <laughs> who said Diamond Williams <laughs> is going to represent Lee County, but it gave me the drive and the motivation and the determination to grow as a person, to grow as a young black African-American female obtaining my education this day and time. It showed me how strong I really was. It showed me how strong I could get out here and be, and it showed me what being an example really is. That's great. You know, I'd love for Ashley to be able to jump in on this as well, if perhaps you have a unique perspective as being someone that represents those that take our classes through distance education. Diamond, I was like you. I'm like, wait, someone actually voted for me? Because <laughs> I honestly yeah. didn't think anyone paid attention to the students that weren't on campus for the longest time, because that's how it felt. 
So when I saw this, I'm like, oh, let me go ahead and put in for this because I know other students that are online and the struggles. So it was really nice and it's helped me build a stronger connection to my fellow students, not only on campus, but off campus because I've come across even more of them. So I'll put out, hey, I'm on SGA, I'm the distance ed representative and people are reaching out to me. So it's really nice how it's a great networking. And it's actually proved more of my strengths with communication than I realized I had and my thought process, like all these light bulbs go off. And I have a crazy work schedule, which Miss Katie, Rational, everyone can attest to that. Sometimes I can't be at the meetings, but I have good communication. Miss Katie and I will text back and forth. Diamond and I text back and forth with ideas. So it's really nice to know that those that are not on campus, we still do exist. And it's just, it's amazing. It is mind blowing how great it is. And all of these guys, it's our first year doing this and they're all amazing, wonderful people. And I've learned a lot from all of them. And it's just, it's great. I love it. And the communication skills are building. Now, we've talked a little bit about some of the things that you're involved in, some of the ways that you've been able to be a voice for the student body with administration. What are some of the things that you're currently seeing that perhaps you believe are still things that the college and the ecosystem still needs to work on in order to improve the student experience at CCCC? More virtual stuff, like we're building on it now, just to keep the distant end and the future generations, to keep it going so they know, hey, come here. And then eventually they'll actually try to work in their schedule to appear on campus. So that's really cool. So working back to what we kind of covered in the beginning, we are working on it, but to like food insecurity and the Cougar market um, right now, it's not as much as welcoming as we would like it to be. So right now, I've heard from a lot of students that it's hard to find the market. And a lot of them don't want to ask where it is. They're like, if I need the help, then I should be able to find it myself. And I'm like, no, we should be able to be like, we have this and we want you to have it too. So we're thinking of ways how to make it more forthcoming to people, how to make it more obvious where it's at. I think we've talked about trying to put like little, because our mascot is the cougar, little cougar steps to where the market is, that, and it's like little steps inside where it's like, oh, cougar market this way, something small. And that way it's also kind of builds on, you know, our mascot and it's still related to CCC. And it's a little more helpful in helping people find where they need to go. I would say um, one thing that we are continuously working on is bringing awareness to general topics like mental health. This month was Black History Month, and I think it was Women's Month as well. And so, you know, each month, bringing awareness to something. Each month, it's some type of um, activity or something that we'll come up with or whatever, and we'll plan to make that month memorable. We just really try and include everybody. Any way that we can, that's what it's about, inclusion. Where you're not alone, you have a village behind you, because I guess I grew up old school where it took a village. To raise a kid. Let us be that village for you. Let us help you. And Katie's like the, she's like the go-to mom. Like, she has the answer for every question. And if she doesn't know the answer, she will find it. Yes, she will. (laughs) And she will make sure she get back to you the same day. And, you know, it's good to have that support if you do not have that um, within your family or within your home, period. It's good to know that you can easily reach out to somebody and not be judged, not be, oh, here's such and such calling again. It's never that feeling. I think us as a whole, when we come to school, period, I 
I know I try to have a you know f smile on my face even if it might be a bad day. I still try to be happy, be grateful, be thankful. You know, you guys have really shared some insights, and I love the passion that you have in talking about some of the things that you do and the ways that you feel that those are important. Maybe a good way to sum this conversation up is to take everything that you've said, try to put a rationale behind it. Uh, so the overarching question I want to ask is, why should we care? And I asked the question from the perspective of we're a commuter college no one lives on campus. It's not like a traditional institution that way. You know, everyone's coming in from their homes or in the case of distance ed, logging in online. Perhaps to many students, there's the thought of, I just go, I go to classes. When I'm done, I go home and I live the rest of my life. Why put such an emphasis on creating this student life culture at a community college? I am 31 years old and I have an eight-year-old daughter. That right there is just, it's a lot of us. And it's a lot of us who think we cannot go to community college and accomplish two or three degrees or anything. It's its a lot of different factors that fall into play that people live every day. And sometimes all it takes is somebody saying, hey, are you okay? Are you hungry? What's going on? Do you want to talk? And with being a part of SGA, that's a, to me, I, that's the best part about it is seeing someone and getting the feeling. Let me ask this person if they're okay or, you know, just asking. For me, I'm 32. I work two jobs to make ends meet. Plus, I go to school full time. And the reason why community colleges are so important, and I cannot stress that enough, for people like Diamond and I and other people that want to build and expand their possibilities so we can advance ourselves in our careers or get a better career or just have that one foot in the door to say, I have the associates, I'm going to go for the bachelor's. But the community college is a great starting point for us because not all of us can go off to college and spend those four years and not everyone can afford to live on campus. So the community colleges are a great starting point for everybody or if you just want building stones. So that's why community colleges really need to be emphasized and put out there more and more funding giving to them, the mental health awareness and the student government. We are the voices of the students and future students. We can help build things and make it better for future generations. And like Diamond was saying, we can reach out to them to make sure they're OK, see if they have everything they need which you won't always find at bigger universities. So they know it's okay to get help for when you are up at that level or just the here and now. So it really helps us build and works into our schedule, which is what a lot of people don't understand. They're just like, oh, it's community college. But it's college building education for everybody, no matter how old you are or what your situation is. So I really love how Ashley put that about the future because I think if you're here, then no matter how old you are, and this is me as one of the youngest of the SGA, saying it doesn't matter how old you are because you're here working on your future. You're working to improve your future. So instead of SGA kind of like trying to bring in a student life culture, I think we're just trying to help improve your life in general. All these things that we're trying to do, like spring flings, fall fest, their events, um, to have fun, yeah. 
but I think it's really important to look at them as stress relievers. These people are going to work, going to school, they have family life, they have other things to worry about, and these kind of things are kind of like a break, something to give them to sit back for a moment and maybe not worry so much about the future and try to think in the moment, wow, I love that I'm having fun right now. The culture that we're implementing here this is our village we're a community college it's a village you don't get to choose your relatives but you get to choose your family this is your family you will forever be part of central carolina community college once you're here you're family we got to look out for family The Student Government Association, or SGA, is the student body's self-government and is the official voice of the student body. They're committed to promoting student personal, social, and academic growth through student activities and do so under the direction of student services staff. Contacting the SGA can be done through the Student Activities Office at 919-718-7077. Further information on SGA and other student activities and opportunities can be found online at www.cccc.edu forward slash campus hyphen life. That's going to do it for this edition of Central Carolina Journal. To hear past episodes, visit www.883wuaw.com forward slash ccj or search WUAW on your favorite podcast app. If you want to listen to this episode again, simply search for episode 2302. And if you have an idea for a future episode, give us a call at 910-814-8830 or email us at wuaw at cccc.edu. Central Carolina Journal is a public affairs presentation of Central Carolina Community College and its radio stations 90.5 WDCC and 88.3 WUAW. I'm Mello Hughes. Thanks for listening.